One man has a talk show on 77 WABC, and that man's name is... It's Dominic Carter. I am him. And with us now, Dominic Carter. Nice to be with you, Dominic. It gets better. You need to talk to Dominic Carter. It's about to go down. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. On Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning, good morning, good morning. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. I had a great time uh, filling in the last couple of days for Bill O'Reilly, his uh, 9 p.m. show. Wonderful time at the Columbus Day Parade with my 77 WABC colleagues and Margot Katsimatidis, John Katsimatidis, the brand new uh, 77 WABC trolley, which will be coming to a community near you. But everything lately has been overshadowed regarding what has happened in Israel. And what's on my mind uh, this morning, the human toll of all of this, women, children, senior citizens, innocent people, We won't know the full story when it comes to the human toll of this for some time. But for example, Deborah Mateus, an American citizen who lived in Israel, was shot and killed by Hamas gunmen while shielding, while shielding her teenage son from the bullets. Her father told CNN, bears repeating, a mother protecting her child, shielding her teenage son from the bullets, was killed. Chaim Katzman, an Israeli-American academic, had been hiding in a closet with his neighbor when he was fatally shot. They are among 11 U.S. citizens who were killed in Israel after the Gaza-backed militant group launched the devastating attack early Saturday that has left hundreds there dead. In fact, I believe the latest number was about uh, 1,100. There are also Americans who remain Unaccounted for, according to President Biden, that's what he said uh, in a statement, that some are among those being held hostage by Hamas. Then you think about the Israeli survivors at the music festival. Hamas militants killed at that festival 260 people. At least 260 people. One of the survivors, one of the uh, survivors was able to live and tell about what has happened as they were forced to run, right? The, The gunfire opens up, they're forced to run, and they took cover in a bomb shelter where they were discovered by Hamas fighters who began shooting into the bunker at random. 
This individual, one of 10 people who survived the horrifying attack by hiding under dead bodies for hours. Horrifying video shows people crammed into a tight space, some hiding under the bodies of those that were killed. So hiding for some seven hours under dead bodies. At a hospital, the human toll of all this, at a hospital that is uh, some 25 miles from the Gaza Strip, that hospital saw 700 people treated in the first 18 hours. A pregnant woman came in after being shot in her abdomen. She survived, but the baby did not. The hospital, again, treating 700 attack victims in the first 18 hours. As I said during uh, Bill O'Reilly's program, I can talk about, I can't discuss this type of carnage, but I can talk about what it's like to be in Israel and be at a hospital when people are under attack and being and being treated after after bombing incidents. It's horrible. Horrible bandages everywhere, blood everywhere, people crying everywhere. I'm talking about in Israel. Horrible type situation. But it's what we're dealing with. And one of the doctors at the uh, hospital, again, this is some 25 miles from the Gaza Strip, says what human being shoots young women in their beds in their sleep. He says, the doctor, we had a patient come in wearing her pajamas after being shot in bed. What are they protecting against? And again, one mother lived, her baby, the baby did not. So I want you, I have been so greatly impressed uh, uh, of the work of Trey Yinkst of uh, Fox News in Israel on the front line, his life on the line, doing remarkable reporting. We see your calls that are coming in from White Plains to Farmingdale to Brooklyn to the Bronx. And Russ, I see you're one of the calls. I I, I hope that you have... uh, a common sense approach this morning. I'm going to take your call rather than if everybody else says Israel's great, Israel's right in this case, you're automatically going to go with the Palestinian side. I really hope that you have a different approach this morning. We'll see in just a minute, but I want you to listen to one of Trey Yink's uh, reports on Fox news on Fox news as, and this is different than the one I had earlier. This is the second time where he had to take cover and his crew from rockets. We're reporting now is that the Qatari government is actually on the phone trying to secure the release of women and children. And I believe uh, you s- pan, pan up here, Yaniv. Hey, uh, we're gonna, I'm going to interrupt you here. We've got Iron Dome interceptors coming off. Everybody get down. Pull it off the sticks. Stay with us here. Stay with us here. Get down. Just everyone just go flat. We don't have time. Go up. Point up here. You're going to see some interceptions taking place. There's mortar fire rocket fire coming off the Gaza Strip right now. There are going to be some loud explosions. Don't be alarmed. Those are interceptions. There you go. Just listen here. 
Everyone's just laying flat on the ground here. Uh, we've got to take cover. So, again, we're just going to stay down here for a moment, but this is what communities along the border are dealing with. It is constant, constant fire. All of those uh, short-range rockets or mortars, it's hard to tell from here, were intercepted, but that's not always the case. Hamas and Islamic Jihad will fire rockets in a way that they try to overwhelm Israel's missile defense system, the Iron Dome. And when they do that, it leads to casualties and it leads to the rockets slipping past missile defense and slamming into buildings. We showed you earlier what it was like in the city of Ashdod, just north of here. It looks like we're all clear for now, so we're going to stand up here, guys. But again, just a sense of the constant back and forth, the Israeli airstrikes continue at this hour, as do the rockets from the Gaza Strip. That is the reality of what's going on in Israel as we speak, as we speak. You have people that are being held hostage. Hamas is threatening to kill them one at a time on camera, live, for every Israeli bomb that they say uh, kills a, an innocent person. And uh, Prime Minister Netanyahu, we're going to start with your calls, but I want you to hear a bit of what he, the Prime Minister, has to say. Israel is at war. We didn't want this war. It was forced upon us in the most brutal and savage way. But though Israel didn't start this war, Israel will finish it. Once the Jewish people were stateless, once the Jewish people were defenseless, no longer. Hamas will understand that by attacking us, they've made a mistake of historic proportions. We will exact a price that will be remembered by them and Israel's other enemies for decades to come. The savage attacks that Hamas perpetrated against innocent Israelis are mind-boggling, slaughtering families in their homes, massacring hundreds of young people at an outdoor festival, kidnapping scores of women, children, and elderly, even Holocaust survivors. Prime Minister Netanyahu, let's start with your telephone calls. Let's begin with Michael in New Jersey. Good morning, Michael. What's on your mind? Yeah, um, first of all, I hate to say this, but the people that they took hostage, they're not going to get them back alive. There are so many tunnels over there, and they probably booby-trapped them, and these crazy SOBs will shoot them the minute they see the Israeli troops coming in. It's, it's a terrible thing to say, but they're lost. But if you want to teach them a lesson that they will never forget, you do what the United States did. Instead of having to go and send in troops into Japan, and they estimated that a million to a million and a half American soldiers would be killed, what did they do? They used atomic bombs. That's what you do. You drop two atomic bombs on them. Who's going to criticize you? If they do, you say, well, if we were wrong for dropping atomic bombs on Hamas, then the United States was wrong for dropping an atomic bomb on Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Right? Do And this way, the bombs will kill them, and those that live will have to suffer through radiation poisoning, which is worse than being dead. And then you'll teach them a lesson. Okay, okay, Michael, Michael, Michael. And then what about the world order that will be disrupted by, 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 wait, let me finish, by, by all the other countries that will now target Israel and the United States? All right, let me tell you something. 
far as the other countries, the hell with them. They hate Israel's guts, right? The Jews better. Michael, Michael, that. Michael, Michael, right? Michael, Michael. This is not John Wayne. Shoot him up. Right. You know, have you ever been to Israel, Michael? Yes, twice. Okay, you've been I there went twice. To visit the birthplace okay. of Christ. Okay, I was so, in Israel. okay, so then you know how close uh, the 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 neighbors, the 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 neighboring countries are to Israel. And you think they want to have bombs dropped on them? What neighbor, what neighbor is going to attack Israel after they do something like that? They're going to say these Jews are a bunch of crazy bastards, and what they did to them, they'll do to us. So if anything, that'll scare the hell out of them where they first won't attack. But if they just kill out a couple of hundred, a thousand of those terrorists, they won't be afraid to do it again. You've got to do something that scares the living daylights out of them, where they say we're dealing with people who are even crazier than we are. Okay, That's okay, Michael, Michael, I heard you. I want to bring in Russ. Polar opposite. Oh, he's an idiot. Polar he's opposite. An well, let's see how you hold up against okay, them live. Yeah. Uh, polar opposite of what you have to say. So, Russ, you just heard what Michael had to say in New Jersey. What's your, both of you guys are talking to each other live. What is your reaction? Well, I hope Michael doesn't talk over me, but it was 100,000 U.S. soldiers in Japan. And it shows the savagery of some people that they would use a nuclear bomb in this situation. I'd like to ask you, though, uh, Dominic, do you know why the U.S. has no defense treaty with Israel? You know why we don't have a defense treaty with Israel, right? No, I don't know where you're going because with this, Russ, but I wanted you to address Michael, not okay, me. Well, let me ask Michael this. I'll ask Michael, we don't have a defense treaty with Israel because Israel won't sign one because Israel wants to indulge in collective punishment, which is what Michael's talking about. And collective punishment is what Nazis did. I'd like to ask Michael, does he see something like the Warsaw Ghetto Uprising and Attica coming off? Does he like to see that? Is that what he wants to see over there in Gaza? What's the hey, Michael, you there? Yeah, let you me there, answer Mike? you. Shut up and let me answer you. Oh, it seems like you're talking? hesitating. Yeah, will you keep quiet? You can't shut your mouth, so I can't answer. I okay. can't answer you. Okay. Talk to me. As far as as far as Attica, what the hell are you talking about, Attica? There was a, a prison uprising. They had to stop it. That's number one. Mm-hmm. What do you? You don't even know what you're talking about. Okay, I'll tell you what, Mike. Can I talk? It was like shooting. Let, you fish. let me finish. Mike, hey, can I talk? It no, like I have not finished fish. yet. Shut up and let me finish. Okay. He, I'll, I'll talk when you're well, finished interrupting. R- 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 Russ, you did ask him a question, and then you cut yeah. him off before he... No, was, I'm not. Was, he asked you, me, you how did, is it you like did, Attica? You, well, no, but, he asked but, me, Dom. Okay, but, but like Russ, 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 Russ. So okay. I, I want you to think about... Now Now this part is between me and you, then I'll bring Michael back in. You mentioned okay. Attica. Yeah. So uh, what, 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 are, what are they supposed to do? They they have correction officers that that are hostages. What are you supposed to do? Negotiate them for the negotiate with them for the next fifteen years? What are they supposed to do? Well, the uh, the Gaza, the Hamas held. No, I'm soldier. asking you about Attica. Okay, you mentioned I'm sorry. Attica. What I, are they supposed to? I don't know why you're bringing this up, Attica. Well, I'll tell you. What. But go ahead, can you please focus on Attica, and then you can go back to the okay. rest with Michael. It's like Attica because it's shooting fish in a barrel. And, yes, Rockefeller should have waited. I can't believe wait, you would Russ, a- argue Ru- otherwise. I wait, can't believe Russ, it. Russ, what? What? Because, because the inmates are black? What? Oh, my God. I Michael, don't believe you just Michael, said that, Michael, Dominic. Michael, 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 excuse me, Russ, not Michael. Yeah. Russ, Russ, Russ. Yes. 
Yes. Law and order is law and order. If those animals, it, the, the ones that, that took those correction officers at Attica, think that the people of New York are going to sit around and negotiate with those criminals for weeks at a time, they got what they deserve. What are you talking about? Who killed those corrections officers in Attica? Who killed them? Who killed them? I, Russ, who? You're the one that went on this tangent, not me. No, you know, Dominic. What do I know? Russ, I can't believe that you're bringing this up as it relates to Israel. Are you serious? Wait, wait. No, no. Hold on, Michael. Are you serious? Yeah. The state did what they had to do in Attica. You can't negotiate with these animals forever. Yeah, you can. You give them one or two tries. Listen, you come out or this is what's going to happen. Listen, this is your last warning. You come out or this is what's going to happen. And when you don't come out, you got what you deserved. Are you okay. serious, Russ? Like Waco. Like Waco, right? Or Dirty Harry oh, or the God. Terminator. I mean, oh. you guys are bloodthirsty. Hey, oh. Dominic, let me ask you something. Dominic, would you rather trade these hostages for, for a you, you know, prisoners. you know what I find interesting. I, 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 I've asked you to interact with Michael, but you're not comfortable doing that. You want to keep bringing it to me. Why won't you interact with Michael? Because I think you're a better person than Michael. Michael's a savage. That's why. Is that the right answer or not? Well, why are you calling the man a savage? Because he sat there and said we should drop two nukes like we did in Japan, which were unnecessary. All right, that was a war crime. What? He's a war criminal. Dominic, what? I, I don't think you're a war criminal, Dominic. I'll you, give you that much credit. You, okay. you, can I answer? Can I finally Go answer? Ahead. Go right ahead. ahead. Go ahead. Okay. All right. The Jap, you, you see, you, you're so stupid, you don't know history. The Japanese yeah, call me a name because you don't have an okay. argument. Okay, okay I'm, shut up and I'll answer you. You, say that we, you said that we shouldn't have used atomic bombs. Okay, here's the deal. The Americans told Japan, you surrender unconditionally. The Japanese said, what does that mean? They said, you surrender and we will send in American soldiers to disarm you and to... to, to basically make sure that the country is no longer violent. The Japanese said, we will surrender, but no American will step foot in our country. There is no such thing as unconditional surrender. We surrender, but no American steps foot. The Americans said, no, that's not the way it works. We, when, Japan, when Germany surrendered, we sent American soldiers into Germany. We will do it with you. And the Japanese said, no way. And then they said, if you okay. send them in, right, we're going to kill can them. Can we focus on Israel? Okay. All, All right. right, fine. Okay. Right. <laughs> okay. Can I ask you something? What? Also, the, the thing I wanted to say is, on Bannon, they said that the Egyptian intelligence agencies warned Israel repeatedly that something was up, and they ignored the warnings. It sounds just like 9-11 to me. I, it's, something is always up with Israel. They're surrounded by enemies, in case you forgot. With them, every day could be an attack. So what, uh-huh. you know what happens? After a while, to be perfectly honest, you start saying, I can't do this every single day. Keep calling up the soldiers. Nobody will ever be able to work. So yeah, I, they made a mistake. But the thing is, the little boy who cried, wolf, 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 and then the people never came when the wolf really came, because the kid kept saying, wolf, wolf, wolf. Yeah, it was a horrible mistake. But that's hey, why it happened. Let That's me ask you something, Michael. And then we got to wrap this up to get okay, to Okay, real callers. quick, Michael. Real quick. When they were saying because of this judiciary problem that Netanyahu was having, that the IDF, half of them wouldn't even show up, don't you think that the people in the military command in Israel might have said, hey, these, these Hamas guys might think that it's a good time to attack? Okay, goodbye. It's always a good time to attack. 
Oh, he yeah. get hung up? Yeah, Russ can't. He can't take it. He, he yeah, can't take it because he, he's a wuss. He's a wimp. No, all Michael, right? you you want you want this one, Michael? He can't take it. First of yeah, all, he he didn't want to address you at all. Right. He didn't want to respond, and then he hung up the phone. You didn't hang up because right. he's a spineless. Because he's a spineless yellow coward, and I hope he's still listening. And as far as what he was saying that supposedly the. the Prime Minister of Israel planned this to take the the uh, all the um, remarks over what he's being prosecuted or something. No, he, the head of Israel is not going to allow so many people to die to cover something up. I mean, he's a moron. That's an imbecile. Well, Michael, thank you, thank you for the call. And you know, I I did want to for a minute. I I still don't understand uh, the point that Russ was making about you know, Attica where the inmates took over and they, they, they had a couple of correction officers. I mean, how long are you supposed to wait until you say, listen, we're not playing with you anymore. Either you surrender right now and, or we are coming in. I think frankly, they were too patient. With the with the inmates that uh and Russ said he can't believe that I'm saying that I'm a I'm a law and order guy why 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 would I not say it? Let's go to Paul in Sullivan County. Good morning, Paul. You're on Talk Radio seventy seven WABC. Yeah, good morning, Dominic. Yeah, this guy Russ has no clue what he's talking about. My uncle was a sharpshooter for the state police, and for three years I saw what that did to him. So what Russ is saying is way offline. Right, I, Paul. I just don't get it. I mean, how long is the state supposed to go? Now, now, we're going to hold your hands, and and we know you took correction officers, and you have shanks and everything else, and you can kill them at moment's notice. But we're going to continue to negotiate with you. How long is that supposed to happen? I mean, I, I well, don't understand, Paul. I don't understand either. I don't understand where where he brought Attica up from. Israel is beyond me. He's <laughs> sharp as a marble. Th- that that's another good point. And then and then Russ hung up. And then then he hung up. Wow. Hey Paul, thank you for the call and I hope everything works out for your uncle who was a sharpshooter. Um I think you said for the uh, state police. Marianne in Queens. Good morning, Marianne. What's on your mind? Good morning. Listen, I agree with Mike. He's telling exactly what it has to be done. Now, Biden is coming now with his fresh face to say that he's an ally of Israel. He has four women that vote after in the back against everything that we believe has to be done. But meanwhile, they are bashing Israel. So you having your Congress in your in your in, in your government people that you allow to take so many, so many horrible about Israel, and you are telling now that you agree with it? And not only that, he has been paying ransom to bring people here. So he is taking the wrong example. So these people now say they have 100 people, and we have to start giving our money. Okay, but Marianne, let me ask you a question. Now, we, we have to be fair about this. Is there any positive thing you could say about Biden? Because I've never heard you say not one thing that may be positive in nature. Okay. You want me to answer that? Yes. Okay. I will. 
the reason why I cannot say anything positive about this man because he has a mistake after mistake. He blew up the economy. The inflation was up. No, no, I, 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 know, more- I, I know you have a million things that you're against him on. I don't need you to repeat that. Is there anything okay. nice that you could say about Biden? Well, the only thing that I can say about him that I'm looking for is that he leave the government soon. I have <laughs> nothing good to say about this guy. Sorry. Okay, Mary Ann, thank you, thank you, thank you so much uh, for the call. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. John in Brooklyn, good morning, John. What's on your mind? We should allow Israel, Dominic, to do what it wants against Hamas without uh, deterring them. If, If it means excessive civilian casualties, then so be it. Because the objective should be to root out and destroy the cancer that is Hamas. And I will note as an aside, I say this even though I have as a younger second cousin, a young woman who is half Chinese, half Palestinian, Arab. Her father is a prominent Muslim American. So... Uh, well, one of my first cousins. I, I, I hear so. you. I hear you, John. But how, but how do you get it done when when the uh, militants are amongst the people and it's going to be hard to find them? I know it will be, but you don't use the uh, atomic option. I strongly disagree with Michael about that. Okay, fair enough, John. Thank you for the call. Let's go to. Let's see here. Let's go to Will and Farmingdale. Long Island, I believe. Good morning, Will. What's on your mind? How are you, Dominic? So listen, you know, listening to Michael and uh, Russ, I mean, okay, so I agree with Michael more, but you're going to nuke the West Bank and the Gaza Strip. You're going you're gonna to atomic bomb. That's like atomic bombing New Jersey, okay? You cannot atomic bomb, uh, you know, do you know the close proximity that it is to your Israeli people? How are you going to drop an atomic bomb on them? It doesn't make any sense. I only believe there is no two-state solution. I've been saying this for many years. One time I had an argument with Geraldo Rivera about there is no two-state solution. There will be one state. That state will either be Palestine or Israel. Which one's it going to be? Israel cannot live with these people. They want to kill you. It does not matter if it's Hamas. It does not matter if it's Hezbollah. It does not matter if it's any Muslim in Palestine. They believe that you should not exist. Let me ask you a question. When did Israel invade Palestine? It never happened because Palestine is not a thing. It's an Arab propaganda tool. It never existed. Okay. When were there references to Palestine before the creation of Israel? And then what happened when Israel was attacked by all of these Muslim nations and they advanced their borders? Then all of a sudden this Palestine conflict came up. Palestine is not a thing. These people need to be pushed out of their homes. I don't think you need to murder women and children like the terrorists do, but I do think you need to bulldoze the settlements. You need to kick everyone out of Israel. You cannot peacefully coexist with people that want you murdered, which is why we had to create the state of Israel in the first place, because they wanted to kill all of the Jews in the Middle East. Well, I I, I hear you. You you make a a, thank you for the call, Will. You you make a point there. I don't know if it's the answer, but um, but it's a point that's been made repeatedly. You know, how, how do you live with someone that wants you gone? Every chance they get. 
Dominic Carter, meaning the Middle East and Israel. Dominic Carter, Talk Radio 77 WABC. We see your calls from the Bronx, Brooklyn, Manhattan, Staten Island, Hudson Valley, and other locations. We are going to take a break. Coming up at 45 minutes past the hour, the Chronicles of Dominic Carter, 1 a.m. Frank Marano. We will be right back. Here in the town of Storot, you can see one of the pickup trucks used by Hamas fighters to infiltrate into southern Israel. In the back, the gear that they brought with them, you can even see some of the clothes that they were wearing at the time. These militants massacred many civilians in Strot. Some were taken hostage and are now prisoners of war inside the Gaza Strip. Everybody. On Talk Radio 77 WABC. Overhead, we can hear Israeli attack helicopters. Fighter jets have been in the skies over southern Israel and the Gaza Strip, striking different Hamas positions in the northern and central part of Gaza. A number of buildings destroyed there. Reporter Trey Yankst on Fox News in Israel. I, I am I am amazed at his ability to keep it straight with those bombs going off. You could hear the pressure of those bombs as he's talking, and he doesn't skip a beat. He he's professional and he's delivering his copy. I don't know many journalists that that could do that. I don't think I could do that and keep a straight face without trembling or my voice cracking or something like that. It is remarkable, the reporting job he's doing on Fox News. We are taking your telephone calls regarding the situation in uh, Israel. Uh, some people are reaching out to me on uh, from Israel. We're trying to get them through to get them on the air. Lots of calls coming in this morning. Let's go to Brian, Long Island, line three. Good morning, Brian. What's on your mind? Uh, good morning, Dominic. Um, it's, uh, I just was listening. I was driving home, and uh, you had Russ on before talking uh, just like a fool. I mean, this guy, he's a complete jerk-off. <laughs> he uh, brought up Attica, one of the worst jail riots in New York State. Yes. I'm a correction officer. and uh, Thank you for your service. It's uh, Thank you. Thank you very much. It's a very thankless job. Uh, we're often forgotten uh, when it comes to law enforcement, but... Um, so, it Brian, is, uh, wait, I, I, want you, I want you to make your point, but I want you to help me out here. So, so Russ said that he's shocked that I would take the position on Attica that I did. Why, why would he be shocked? I don't understand. I, like I said, this guy's a jerk off. He has no common sense. I mean, I've heard him before call on your program. I've listened countless times. And I appreciate you putting these people on that just sound ridiculous because it just reaffirms that uh, there's such a fight out there to get our point across. That's why um, I put them on. It's absolutely. And I I truly appreciate it because just you got to laugh at it. If not, I'm going to cry. But um, yeah, when he brought up Attica, I mean, uh, working in a correctional setting, you cannot have a discussion. There is a set of rules. Thank you. Rules are not followed. Thank you. There is consequences. And these are people that have never followed rules their entire life. That's why they're in prison. 
And I mean, and but if you bring it on to the larger scale and the situation of Israel, I mean, it, it breaks my heart. I have some friends in the area that are Jewish and they have family in Israel and they are petrified of what's going on there. And my heart breaks for them. And it it's just unfathomable how this guy, Russ, he just doesn't want to have a discussion, just wants his points heard. And he doesn't understand. I mean, I pray to God that it's not his family one day in that situation where they Agreed. have stuck in cover and Agreed. just pray to God. If what it's, you know, Brian? I I was asking you a rhetorical question. I know why why Russ says oh, he was shocked I mean, at me. You're, you're a very smart man. Because brother. what he's really uh, saying, and it, it 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 you know, I'm I'm amazed by this because uh, some people they say, "Hey, black guy, you're supposed <laughs> to side with the people. You're supposed you know to." And that, that, but that pisses me off right there. I I'm I don't know I. Brian. I grew up in a very diverse neighborhood. My best friend was from Nigeria off the boat. My other buddy Brian, location. Let me be I, very clear, I Brian. I hate that black guy. I stand with the correction I officers. I know you, what, yes, what you guys have to put up with. Yeah. All of these it's, guys think they slick. They think they got the answer. They got all the mouth in the world. And it's your no. job. And You're I mean, locked up with them. And, and I mean, you've got to the keep Everybody, them in line. We have. The only thing I got on my hip is a can of pepper spray. That's right. In my mouth. The biggest part of my job is knowing how to talk to people, de-escalating violence. But when it gets to that point, it you got to do what you got to do. And it's uh, I've been lucky over my career. I've avoided a lot of situations. It's uh, I've had a lot of friends that got into bad situations, and they can barely walk now at right. before forty. It's uh, it's well, a thankless job. Um, it is. I appreciate your your support for us, but um, this guy Russ, he really just. I I mean, like I said, I've listened to you countless times, but he just he just ran his mouth like a fool. And Michael, I mean, he was right on it. I mean, the guy was spineless, and it he just where 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 do these people get this? I don't hmm. want to say common sense because it's far from common. Right. It's, well, Brian, he's, he's thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for the call. Uh, serving our country as a correction officer, it is greatly appreciated. And I'll, I'll just say this to Russ. I don't know if he's still listening. Uh, my guess is probably not listening because he was frustrated. Uh, you said you were surprised at my reaction. And we're talking about Israel, but Russ, you brought up Attica. You said you're surprised that I didn't support the inmates. Let me put it to you this way. You better thank the Lord that I was not the governor of the state of New York at that time. Because this this uh, outrage, the rally, the protest, whatever you want to call it in Attica, if I were the governor, it would have lasted for five minutes. And then I would have told the correction commissioner, you've got five minutes to end this or you're looking for a job. And I mean end it right now. And to be frank with you, I would have said to my correction commissioner, I don't really care about the casualties on the inmate side, but one of my correction officers better not be further hurt or you're looking for a job under that case, but end it and end it now. So Russ, you better be glad that I'm, you said you're surprised. I'm supposed to side with the inmates. You better be glad that I wasn't the governor at the time or, or the correction commissioner. Let's go. We have a call. I believe it's Yaakov uh, in uh, Israel. Joining us right now in Jerusalem. Are, are you actually in Jerusalem, Yaakov? Good morning. Yeah, I've been in Jerusalem since two Fridays ago. 
Okay, so what's going on from your vantage point? What can you see? Well, what are you hearing? Well, in terms of Jerusalem, my family, we woke um, this past Saturday, 8 o'clock in the morning, to, to sirens, and we all ran into bomb shelters. There were like five, six um, sirens um, on Saturday. Yesterday, there were two sirens here in Israel. You really do not have um, a time to go into a bomb shelter. It's like a minute and a half. If you're just in a hotel room or if you're on the street, it's literally a minute and a half to run to a bomb shelter. You're basically just stucking on the floor on the street and hoping for the best. But what I want to make a point is that what happened in Israel to uh, near the Gaza Strip, all those communities butchered to death. I have been to those communities multiple times. Those are kibbutzim. Kibbutzim are basically socialist communities that you everybody works they you're told what to do. You 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 get paid. Everybody gets paid the same amount. It's a socialist um, community, and that's how they choose to live. And all these people in New York back home who are talking about Hamas and how great they are and all that, they they're they're people who 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 live the way they think that they think they want to that how society should be. Those are the people that were butchered. Those are the kids that were butchered to death. Those are the women that were raped. So it, it's just unbelievable what's going on here. And and what and this look being an, a New Yorker and seeing what's going on in New York, what happened in Times Square the other day, it's for shame. It's disgusting. Are the are the rapes widespread? The, the what happened was in in on Saturday morning. Um, Hamas came in, and they butchered 900 people. They took they, put, they took babies, two-year-old babies, three-year-old babies, to 78-year-old grandmas as hostages into Gaza. They're they're parading women um, who, who have been raped in front of their dead bodies and one of their friends, and and taking them hostages. It's it's happening. It happens over the past Saturday and a little bit Saturday morning. That's when this happened. 900 Jews were butchered. I, I lived through 9-11. I was in downtown Manhattan. Imagine 40,000 New Yorkers being killed in a day. Imagine hundreds of thousands of New Yorkers being injured and maimed in a day. Imagine Al-Qaeda taking 2,000 New York prisoners of war, hostages in a day. That's what, hap- that's what happened here. On Saturday, I don't think people in New York understand the what the, the atrocities, the barbarism, what these people did on on uh, to to Jewish people, to people living in Israel, living in peace. And I, I've been to those kibbutzim. Those people, when I have been there, they show me their phone numbers to their friends living Palestinians living in Gaza, saying how they still still how they still talk to their neighbors. And they were part of it. And those are the people that were butchered to death. In the most barbaric way you could ever imagine. What should happen want, what should happen to Hamas? Hamas cannot exist anymore. Cannot exist. They have to be annihilated. Anybody that supports Hamas, anybody that enables Hamas, anybody that gives comfort to Hamas cannot exist. 
And what I'm petrified is when I come back, I have a plane back to New York Friday morning. And I come back to New York and Hamas is in New York. The border has been wide open for the past two years. Who is in New York? Who is in America now? We have so soft targets. We have hospitals, shopping centers, schools. If they could do it in Israel, they could do it in New York. So, in 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 wrapping this up, um, we've seen the reports about uh, the hospitals, how how rough it's been on the hospitals and and the the hostages and so on. Uh, I would imagine that's all big news there in terms of the hostages. It it is the only news. I I've been down to I went down to Gaza two nights ago to the to a to a um, army base that that has been filled with reserve called reserves being called up. I'm that was five meters away from 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 Gaza. You you had people reservists. Men, women, people who are 50 years old, most religious people to most um, non-religious secular people, the whole country is, 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 you remember 9-11, how Americans and Democrats were all put together in Israel? It's, it's like that tenfold. Your, your, and, voice, your voice is, has been trembling several times during this conversation. Are you more emotional right now or angry right now? I am very angry. I am I'm extremely angry. I'm angry at the world for legitimizing Hamas, for legitimizing um, so-called occupation with the murder, with the rape of innocent women, with putting two-year-old babies into cages. Imagine taking a two-year-old toddler and putting them into cages and parading that. That is, the, that is, that is just a, like the, the, the little example of the barbaric bastards have done to, to innocent little babies. Look, when you go home tonight, when you're sleeping at home tonight, look at your toddler, look at your wife, look at your grandmother, and imagine having... I can't even put it into words. So am I? Am I angry? I am beyond angry. I, I am. How how the world legitimizes and legitim uh, Hamas and so-called occupation and so-called um, and so-called um, I can't. I'm lost for words. I'm sorry, Dominic. Well, I, I appreciate you calling us live, Yaakov, from Jerusalem. And um, I, I, I would love to hear from you uh, in the future. Uh, I'm, you know, I, I, I'm at a loss of words. I, I don't even know what to say to you. What can I possibly say to make you and, and people of an entire country feel better about being massacred over the weekend? During a uh, a holiday event, I mean, I just don't. Your your final thoughts as I toss to a break here. Yes, anybody that sees anyone for I'm um, going into Times Square anywhere in New York, talking about occupation, having having the audacity to have a rally, 
having flying the Palestinian or Hamas flag has to stand up and shut them down. They cannot be that they cannot stand for the world cannot stand and, and legitimize and just let people walking around with that flag that represents the great murder, the meaning, killing of of little babies, of grandmothers, of taking them hostages. You see that on in New York City, you stand up. You shut them down. That's what we have to do. We have to stand up to evil. We have to we have to realize there's good and there's evil. And you have to stand up for evil. That's that's my message. Yaakov, thank you very much. And uh, I, I look forward to uh, chatting with you in the future. And I and I, I hope you said you're headed back to New York, I believe, in two weeks. I hope. I'm, uh, heading, I'll, go yeah, ahead. I'm going to be back in New York. Yeah, I've been here. I've been, I've been in Israel for the past two weeks. I'm God willing. I have a plane, hopefully, this Thursday. We'll see what happens. Right. Well, thank you. Thank you very much for the live call from Jerusalem, from Israel, Thank you very much. We've got to take a break, folks. When we come back, given the amount of phone calls, uh, we're going to um, we're going to pass on the uh, Chronicles of Dominic Carter segment tonight. We're going to go back to your calls directly. Brooklyn, Hudson Valley, Staten Island, Manhattan, the Bronx, and other calls. We'll be right back. Israeli security forces just pursued a group of Hamas militants that infiltrated from the Gaza Strip, stole a civilian car, and then headed north toward the city of Ashdod. You can see the car in the distance. It has bullet holes in the windshield. As security forces are concerned that at least one of these militants may have escaped and could be hiding in the area. WABC. Aren't you looking for me? And that's what those rockets sound like in Israel. I mentioned at the top of the program, at the top of the show, a hospital some 25 miles from the Gaza Strip, 700 patients in the first 18 hours, surgeries performed in the hallways. They didn't have enough time or space to get people to surgery. The world, what's going on in Israel? I spoke to her earlier tonight, Jacqueline in Brooklyn. Let's go to Brooklyn again. Good morning, Jacqueline. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dom. You know, one thing I want to say about the commie from White Plains, in order to accomplish his goal of getting five minutes of fame, he will talk about anything that he has to, the Easter Bunny, the Tooth Fairy, or Santa Claus, to rile you and the rest of the audience up. With that being said, someone had alluded to this before. You cannot coexist with he who wants you dead. That not only applies to Israel, but it also applies to us right here in the United States. And, Dom, I'm sure you heard retired Lieutenant Colonel Tom Schaefer on with Rita just before your show. And many of your very intelligent callers accurately came to the conclusion that Iran had to have been directly involved in this attack and that Hamas could never have accomplished something like this alone. The lieutenant colonel basically confirmed that. And he also pointed out how important it is for the average citizen to be fully armed. I know you strongly disagree with that. However, if that were the case, there was no doubt in my mind 
that fewer civilians would have been kidnapped and also killed. And I hope that the liberal listeners in the audience paid very close attention to the information that the lieutenant colonel stated, because that is why Hamas has to be annihilated, as your previous caller, Yaakov, so accurately stated, and also as Michael did. Israel was kind enough to warn the innocent to get out, and they don't want to negotiate. Hamas does not want to negotiate. Like the protester in Times Square stated, they will never stop until everyone worships Allah. Jacqueline, thank you. Thank you for the uh, for the call and uh, appreciate what you just had to say. I'm trying to move as fast as I can. We have a lot of calls coming in the final minutes of the program this morning. Frank Morano standing by. He'll have more on this and other topics on the other side of uh, midnight. Let's go to Norman in Brooklyn. Good morning, Norman. What's on your mind? Morning. And to Yaakov, I say Torah Rabbah, which means thank you very much in Hebrew. And Am Yisrael Chai, which means live Israel. Um, for those who want to do something today at Dag Hammarskjöld Plaza, uh, the UN, we are have the UJA will be having a rally in support of Israel. It will be at 4:30 today, 47th Street and Second Avenue. I would like everybody to come out. Uh, I would like even the people that hate Biden to come out. <laughs> please, everybody, please come out, support Israel. And uh, I will be there. I'm going with a classroom of three-year-olds. Uh, my friend's kid is uh, is uh, at a yeshiva, and they're, they're, I'm going to be on a bus with a bunch of three-year-olds. So anyway, I will be there, and please, I, I would like everybody to come out. Doug Hammerskull Plaza, 47th Street and 2nd Avenue. And thank you, Dominic, for giving me the time. Thank you, this. Norman. And uh, it's true, we all need to support Israel. Barbara. In Manhattan. Good morning, Barbara. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. I spoke to you a few weeks ago about mental health, about our mothers, and I am bipolar. And I also asked you about not calling the bad people animals, and we mentioned our Maltese dogs. And I asked you to call them uh, monsters. Well, I've changed. Now I want you to call them demons. Because I think the devil, nobody has spoken about the devil. The devil is of this world. The devil lives in this world, and he is influencing people, in my mind, through the computer, through the phones, through all this AI and everything like that. And he is the root cause of everything that's happening. We can blame different countries, can blame other countries, presidents, and everything like that. But it's the devil, the devil in this world. And this was prophesied. Barbara, Barbara, thank you. Thank you for the call. And to the rest of you that are holding on, I do apologize, but we're almost completely out of time. I'm joined now by Frank Marano, the other side of Midnight. Good morning to you, sir. Hello, Dominic. So what do you have coming up this morning? All right, we're going to get into uh, the latest on the situation in the Middle East. I'm also going to be joined by independent journalist Lee Fang, who always brings a different take on a a wide variety of issues. We're going to try and cover as much as we can with him, including why the lobbyists have their knives out for Matt Gates. We'll tell you about it. You're going to meet a woman whose 17-year-old autistic daughter was bullied until she was just so depressed she killed herself. And she's now trying to use her daughter's death to raise awareness about bullying and about uh, dealing with teen depression and teen suicide. It'll be a very emotional conversation, but I'm actually looking forward to it. Hopefully it will help some people. You know, when there's a situation like that, I think about the fact that that mother will never get over this. Exactly. Oh, no, no. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. 
Well, I will be listening. Frank Morano, The Other Side of Midnight, coming up right now. I'll be back in 23 hours right here. Talk Radio 77 WABC.